Thank you for being a friend Travel down a road and back again Your heart is true, you're a pal and a confidant It's one of those days on the show today where we uh, sit around and... Uh, hmm. I'm not ashamed to say We didn't think we are going to be doing this uh, type of show. I'm glad that we we're highlighting Travis Dunn, but uh, certainly not in, in the fact that, that we lost Travis yesterday. And as we uh, did in our opening segment, and 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 uh, it just it still doesn't seem right to talk about it and use past tense of words and, and things of that nature, but that's where we are today. And and uh, Derek and Brad and I uh, were chatting about uh, all the things that were in front for Travis. You know that game on hockey show is just taken off. The guests that they have, they zoomed in during the you know the the around the rink show on Saturdays, doing uh, color commentary for the University of North Dakota. Talked with Brian Sean yesterday. He was doing some midco games in high school, just putting his uh, feet firmly, getting traction into something that he loved. You know, I I said this on our sister station KFJ early. I've got friends that all have you know they're all in their jobs, and some are doing this, some are doing that, some are fighting forest rangers, some are doing this. And we go back to reunions. They say, yeah, but you're the only one that that ended up really doing what he loved. Yeah. And that's what Travis Dunn was stepping into once he was going to step down. And Scott Taylor has known Travis a long time, too. And if you've caught Game on Hockey with Scott and Travis and uh, our, our Canadian friends, and Scott is is, uh, is uh, joining us today, and we thank Scott on a, sh- on a short notice to do so. Hi, Scotty. I'd ask you how you're doing, but I know uh, what the answer will be with that. But uh, tough news, Scotty, tough news. By the way, nice choice of splitter music. That was a great yeah, tune. Brad's on on the game right there. Yeah, that, that really that really nails Travis. That's that's the kind of guy he was. He was a friend. He was just just a wonderful, wonderful human being, and and uh, I'm, I'm crushed. Just I, I, and and this has nothing to do with radio. Nothing to do mm. with the show. That doesn't even matter. What matters is Rose and the family that he loved. And it's just it's just. Awful. That's awful. You know, we're all in, I guess I call it the processing stage, I guess, Scott. It's kind of the processing stage. And, and for the listeners, you know, it, it because what we do, it, 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 that's our job. It's our, we're airing it out today. I'm curious, um, your first interaction with Travis, I guess, Scott? I'll start there with you. Um, the first time I met him was um, as a player, I did a story in about 80 or 81 for the Winnipeg Free Press on the Canadians playing college hockey in the U.S., and Travis, of course, was one of those players. And so that's the first time I got to know him um, at all. And then we were kind of completely out of touch for hmm. 35 years, and hmm. then he called me one day to do his Around the Rink show. Hmm. And, and that turned into being just about every other week. And then he came up with this idea... And, it, and, and listen, this was all Travis. This was his idea, to have a Thursday night show that would bridge um, Manitoba with North Dakota and northern Minnesota and, and all the other places that that, that uh, blowtorch reaches down there mm-hmm. and, and kind of make a cross-border hockey show. Nobody had done that at any sport anywhere. Nobody had even thought about that before. Well, it's and fun- so... We ended up with a show that that combined Canadian coaches and U.S. coaches, and and the weird part about it is that nobody had done it, and it's just so weird because UND plays Manitoba every year, 
Manitoba players go to Warroad to high school. Before there were prep schools, they would go to Warroad to play high school hockey in the States. Uh, we, we were talking to a kid on the show earlier, Damon Gardner. He, he's from northwestern Ontario. He had played in for Team Manitoba in the National Aboriginal Hockey Championships. Him and his sisters had gone to Warroad High School. One sister, Mariah, had become a great player at, at Minnesota State. He went to the Western Hockey League and, and, and was a sixth or seventh round draft pick. He's probably going to play in the NHL. But those are the kinds of, of, of players that bounce around between North Dakota and Manitoba and Minnesota, and, and, and not enough of them know the opportunities that are out there on both sides of the border. So Travis had this idea. We would bring on um, Manitoba Junior Hockey League players. We would bring on high school kids from the States who were looking for opportunities. Um, we had Pilot Mound Hockey Academy with us. It, it was kind of this bridge between between hockey in, in North Dakota and Minnesota and hockey in Manitoba, and it just worked like a charm. I, we had some just wonderful conversations about how, how everything kind of melded together. I mean, I don't think enough um, high school players in the States that are trying to get that Division One scholarship know that there are six players per team allowed in the Manitoba Junior Hockey League, and Cole Smith, of course, from Bemidji, who went on to now with the Nashville Predators of the NHL, sure. captain of the UND. Like, this can happen, and, and, and Canadian kids can go and play in the USHL, and, and there's also and more and more Canadian players want to get that U.S. scholarship now. It's just, it, it, it's a big melting pot, and Travis saw it before anybody else did, and, and that Thursday night show was, was all Travis, and it, was, Scott, and it was his idea. Scott Taylor with us today, uh, long-time, long-time sports, uh, Winnipeg and, and Manitoba. Derek, you were at the genesis of that also over on KFTO. Yeah, because it's funny you say that, uh, Scott, because we were, he, he and I were just talking because Thursday night football was a little bit later last year, so we thought, well, a perfect opportunity because he wanted to do this show. I said, well, Thursday nights, you know, 6 or 7 right before Thursday night football is perfect, and the little secret with our sister station, you know, once things get dark, it goes directional straight north. So you can, as you know, yeah. Scott, I mean, you can hear us <laughs> right. like yeah. it's in your next door. And I said, it's, you know, and he he brought up all the sponsorship ideas. He could go all the way up I-29 into Manitoba and he hit the nail on the head there. And it's just, uh, it was really a vision by him that really worked out. Yeah. And, and, and it, it goes to show his, his own experience, of course, a uh, uh, a kid in Winnipeg who walked on at UND and got to play on those great teams down there, um, had a shot at the St. Louis Blues. Um, uh, by his own admission, was was a decent hockey player, but not a great one. But um, um, then went to work as a color guy with our friend Pat Sweeney, um, who, who we all know and, and love Pat when he did the UND games. Um, and then he's back. He's back this year doing exactly what he wanted to do. He just and I went to the um, Manitoba UND game, and Travis walks into that press box, and it just lights up because he's always in a good mood, always happy to be around hockey, um, never complained about anything, anywhere, anytime. He never had a complaint, and it, he he brightened a room, and I. It's awful. This is just awful to have this discussion. Just got this message in today. Scott Taylor joining us today from 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 Manitoba, from Winnipeg. Uh, Jack Michael show. Brad, Derek, uh, our colleague and buddy Rob Hall, and I'm thinking, okay, and, and Rob just messaged me. He says, thank you for the show today, Jack. 
says, heartbroken. I love that everyone he talked to considered him a friend, me included. And, and Rob says, the first time I met him at the radio station, I mentioned that I'd gone to UND hockey school every summer from the age of 10 to 17. And that was it. <laughs> He's like, after that, it was, you know, boom, this and that. You became your best friend. Uh, he says, I know you and the, and the team will miss him. And I will miss him. So, Rob, thank you for that that message, too. Uh, it, how many Travis Dunns are there, Scott, that you grew up knowing a little bit there in Winnipeg? I mean, you're right. There, there was, there, uh, when you sit light up the room, it's funny because where our studio is here on 740 The Fan amongst, you know, half a dozen studios, you know, Travis would come in down the hall and Brad, my guest is out of your eye. like, oh, there's Travis because he's going to fill up a doorway oh, yeah. at 6'5". going to come in with a, with, a, with a smile on his face or maybe a story or, or look to Derek and go, hey, Derek, uh, about the lake this summer, I think, uh, why oh, don't yeah. you – you know, but hi, I mean, unique, Scott. There's not a lot of Travis Dunn's that, that carry themselves like he du- did. Yeah. No, I, I, I would agree with you completely, Jack. I, I just <sighs> – he, he he was just a nice person. I remember one time, um, um, my daughter lives in Florida, and we were down visiting, and out of the blue, Travis and Rose are holidaying in Florida, so we ended up at Buffalo Wild Wings watching a Jets game. It was just a it was just a great evening. It just just a tremendous evening sitting around at, at B Dubs watching the Jets play. I think it was Pittsburgh that night. Just I'll never forget. Everybody was happy. It was fun. We were we were kind of in an outside sort of bar area, and it was just. It was just a great, great time, and and to to me, it's it's to me, Travis Dunn is the guy who said, coming out of the break, we are the luckiest people in the world to be able to do this each and every Thursday night. Bingo. And yeah. to me, that was that was Travis and hockey and the people he had on and his relationships with the coaches and the players and 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 if if a conversation ever slowed, and that happens in the radio business. Sometimes you're on with a player who, who isn't a big talker. Travis could always brighten it up by saying, well, you know, when I played for UND, I had no goals. <laughs> Four years and never scored. And the look yeah. on these kids' faces is, is – was it always restarted a conversation. He was really good at that. He was, yeah. he, he was self-deprecating, and, and he understood how, how remarkable his career was, but at the same time, also understood that he was not Craig Ludwig, his old defense player. Well, and to that point, and Derek, yeah. jump in and Brad, but to that point, uh, Scott, as, as he got m- back into being on air, uh, to be 50, 55, 60, 63, whatever age you are, but older than 20, uh, mm-hmm. when you have uh, uh, the desire to learn, you know, you're accomplished. Mm-hmm. You played hockey. You played. You know, you're a national champion. You've you've done it a little bit too. And now he comes back and do it. And to to listen to Brad call a game, you know, or or to watch, you know, come into the Jack Mike. Oh, Brad, Jack, I love the way you bridge to that guest and then and take yeah. notes and learn. To be that, to to step back and want to learn from others at you know after you know years of like that to me is is Travis Dotton. He's just yeah. it's so impressive. Well, Scott, I think you hit the nail on the head because. He, he was almost too humble for about how good he was to help out that 1980 championship team. You know what I mean? Because you talk to mm. people, right? I mean, because he, he, he made a difference. And, and just with some of the hits, he wasn't a fighter, but he could hit. And, and I think he really would kind of undersell it. I mean, he tried to be the Bob Euchre of college <laughs> hockey, you know, but he was. Yeah, yeah, I think, right? yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think that, that nails it. Yeah, that's exactly what he sort of his persona was. But it, it's funny. We had Craig Ludwig on this season. And Craig, of course, went on to a great National Hockey League career. And he, he, if you can go back to that interview, 
kind of mocked Travis a little bit for selling himself short. Yep. Yep. And and Ludwig said, "Wait a minute, Travis. This is funny and everything, but that's not the way you were." And basically went on to explain how the, the relationship between the two of them had been at UND and and what a great pairing they were when they were together. And 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 Craig really built them up. Craig Craig didn't buy into this. You know, I was just a no goal scoring defensive defenseman who who only played twenty three minutes a night. <laughs> right. right. I think if if anything comes out of his passing is the fact that we're gonna. We're going to appreciate what he did on the ice more than what he ever wanted to put, come across the air with. And I'll throw this. Yeah. Proud. You know, we all should be proud from where you come from. You yeah, know, you, right. you really, where, where you were reared and raised, and, and we're all proud. Derek, you're proud of Barnesville. I don't know anybody more proud, uh, prouder than you are from Barnesville. I talk about Williston a lot. That's where I grew up. Brad, Lisbon, you know, we, we're proud from where we came from. Travis Dunn was proud from where he came from. He was proud where he went to school. He's proud of his family, and everything was, was all of that. Right, Scott? I mean, that, that was Travis. Absolutely, and 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 his love for UND is is, I mean, I, I have a lot of a lot of friends who, whether Bobby Joyce, who had sent me some note after Travis had died. Of course, Bobby played for the mm. for the old Sioux and and was a tremendous player there. And Jackson Keene, who played, and Jackson Keene was a class act. We we've told that story when he sat out to let seniors play, and and a number of guys who had played at UND had, had contacted me the last couple of days, and they all felt the same way about Travis, just like. How does it happen to that guy? Right. He was the best. He was the best. Yeah. Like, it, it's just wrong. It, it's just wrong. What What can uh, today's player uh, learn from Travis Dunn when we look at Travis, how he carried himself as a player? And what can today's person learn from Travis with your interaction over the years, Scott, uh, with Travis? And obviously we've covered a lot of that angle on, on how everybody that met him you immediately had a friend, but those two things, Scotty. What what can we take from the life lived? Well, you nailed one of them when you said he never stopped learning. He was always asking questions, always trying to get better. He really wanted to be a broadcaster. He 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 had, he had had a good job for his life after graduating from university. It it had put his kids through college, and it, he'd had a really good life. But he late in his life wanted to be a broadcaster. He really wanted to do that. And and as you said, he uh, he asked me stuff about it. He would talk to the broadcasters we had on. We just had Bruce Siski on, and he would he would talk to Bruce about about the business. Like he really wanted to do that. He never stopped learning. When it comes to his hockey career, remember he was a walk-on. He didn't get a scholarship. And the most interesting thing about Travis, when when I think of other players, is he could have quit after junior, just gone to school, got his degree, but he wanted to play hockey. He is the classic example of the guy who was going to leave on his own terms. When he didn't make the St. Louis Blues, he realized that was the end. He wasn't going to play in the East Coast League. He'd had enough at that point. But he went out on his terms. And there's so many kids who quit too soon or don't think they're going to get that opportunity to play. Right. The chances are still there. Don't give up. Keep plugging away. And, and it's the thing that bothers me sometimes about parents who keep pushing their kids at 8 and 9 and push us in the media and scouts and coaches, play my kid more, write more about him, right. give him more press. The reality is, is if you're any good, they know who you are. And Travis may not have been a scholarship athlete at UND, but when he got there, Gino Gasparini saw something and, and saw that he could play hockey. And... and that's what I try to tell kids, even when I'm just writing. 
Don't force somebody to quit. Go out in your own terms. Keep playing. Somebody will see you play. How do you bottle that up, Scott? It almost seems like it. it that is that is that we. I, those. If you've lived a little longer life, you always refer to things as back in the day. What you just said, Scott Taylor. And I'm not painting it one brush. Not every you know young student athlete today. Not saying they don't. Some don't have that that attitude and mentality. Mm-hmm. But boy, how do you bottle what you just set up and explain uh, to today's younger student athlete? You know, look look at this life. Look at Travis Dunn. Wasn't handed anything on a silver platter. Fought for it. Wanted it. Uh, uh, dedicated to it. You know, I don't know how you bottle that up, Scott. I, I don't. No, I, I don't either. And, and, and the other thing is, 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 I remember talking to a good friend of mine who had a great career at Minnesota Duluth, and, and I said to him before he went, this is, this is 35 years ago or so, I said, when you go there, just keep your head down, do your job. You're a freshman. You're probably not going to play all that much. But don't whine, don't complain. Just go out and do your job every day and, and work so hard that it, it, they make, they force themselves into playing you. They have to play you. And that was always Travis's attitude at UND. I am going to make this team, and I am going to force them to put me in the lineup. Hmm. And again, it goes it goes to his personality, and it's hard to find people like that. Um, you have a 65-year-old guy who's walking into the, the radio station with a smile on his face saying, teach me more about this. Think about that. Right. He's a different guy. It, 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 it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's, it's a person that's rare. Well, he's going to be missed. I know that that uh, something Scott Taylor, Scotty, joining us today, and and if we, I know that we haven't kept you too long because uh, I know you, Scotty. We've known each other a long time. We could sit here all day <laughs> and talk about th- yeah, we could. things and, and talk pe- about everything, right? Things and people <laughs> we like, and, and at times our, our conversations in Winnipeg in that back room where the salad bar is Wasn't and all that, that. Fun, yeah, that where, where we congregate. But uh, the um, I know that the fans. Scott said earlier about Travis's vision, and, and Derek touched on this as being part of the genesis of that, of, of bridging Manitoba and the Red River Valley together, North Dakota and Minnesota into Manitoba and creating a show that could highlight youth, men, women, girls, boys, high school, pro, college, hockey. Now, that was the big, big vision of Travis. And and I know Derek and, and Brad, both of you, you know, Brad is the brand manager, 740 fan, Derek, uh, I'm sure fans are going to want to know Scott. You're you're the other you're the co-host with Travis Donna on Game On. I think Derek can correct me if I'm wrong. What we know now for sure, because it is so fresh and today, I I know that next week there might be. We talked about it. There would be a special uh, Game On hockey. Derek, does it sound like that yeah, next Thursday with Scotty? When we're going to get that done? I mean, it's obviously pretty it's, fresh, yet, right? But. Uh... No doubt we'll make a big announcement before that because I'm sure a lot of people, in the, certainly in the UND family, want to be involved. Yeah, and, and Scott, that's what's tough. And and for you that, uh, you know, I can't even imagine. I mean, first from, friend and foremost, uh, first of all, but what you guys were, are doing and we're doing, uh, making an impact because it, it's it's shedding light. And I get it, hockey's popular, but not everybody's doing hockey shows. And check the market. And maybe they are in Winnipeg, Scott. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, they, maybe they do that, but not everybody here is. But that's what you guys were doing, Scott. You were impacting the market with that show. Well, here's one of the most interesting evenings we had, I think, and I think this this kind of sums up what Travis's vision was. We had an evening with um, three members of Canada's national women's team that had just beaten the United States in the Olympics. And um, it it was uh, Jocelyn LaRocque and Kristen Campbell and um, Ashton Bell. And the most interesting thing about the conversation 
was the fact that Ashton Bell is playing right now and has three times been player of the week in the WCHA. She's at UMD and is probably the best defenseman in U.S. women's college hockey. Kirsten Campbell won a national championship as a goaltender at Wisconsin who went through a national championship tournament not allowing a goal. And Jocelyn LaRock may have been the best defenseman in the history of UMD women's hockey, um, an assistant captain with Canada's Olympic team. And it could have been a show where we came on and talked about the Olympics and Canada winning, but instead it was a show where we talked about their experiences in NCAA hockey. And that's exactly what it was about. It wasn't about they're from here and they won a na-na-na-na-na. It was about what NCAA hockey had done for them. It was that bridge between Canada and the United States, between Manitoba, Minnesota, North Dakota, Wisconsin, all of those places. And that was the smile on his face that night. It was the perfect night for him (laughs) because it was the bridge. That's that's so well put. It won't be the last time we chat, Scott. I know this, and Brad and Derek can confirm this. Uh, he was always excited. Uh, got Scott Taylor uh, before you guys had the show. Yeah. Got Scott Taylor. Oh, man. Got Scott Taylor on the. Got, hey, you guys want to might want to tune in to around the rink. Got oh, Scott yeah. Taylor. So this <laughs> this would be. A, it, say, was, it was like getting hard to sell weekly. Listen, wait, listen to this show, Derek. Yeah, yeah. Wait, Brad. Wait. Here's the deal. Yeah. We got Scott Taylor on. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We he heard obviously you admired you from uh, reading all those years. <laughs> trust me. Uh, so, uh, like we are today and happy to, to hear your voice scott and, and and share some stories today it won't be the last time and it, and it is it is so fresh that that we're still through processing stage today losing travis yesterday but but uh, by all means from the bottom of our hearts scotty thanks for coming on today we will hear your voice again soon and uh, appreciate your time thanks brad derek jack thanks so much i appreciate it and um uh, all the best to you guys and it's going to be a tough week yeah